Yo, good uh, good evening, I guess. I don't know when you're listening to this, obviously, but it is about 8, oh, 8.15 p.m. or so on Saturday night. I already recorded my other podcast. My normally scheduled podcast is coming out tomorrow morning, 8 a.m. It's an interview with Carrie Hesney of Hesney Auction Company. I recorded that on Thursday before any of the Radio 95.1 news broke. Uh, and then uh, Friday afternoon, I recorded the intro to it, edited it all together, put it up, checked my texts, and had a bunch of texts with people wanting to know my opinion on the Radio 95.1 thing. The news had already broken. I knew about it. To be honest with you, by the time I recorded the podcast, I like just forgot to bring it up. So then I got all in my head. I was like, well, I'll just re-record the intro. I'll re-upload it, blah, blah, blah. But then I thought, you know what? Screw it. Screw it. Bonus episode. That's what we're going to do. So that's what we're doing. Bonus episode. Um, I uh, I want to start off with a disclaimer. It's been three years since I worked in radio. Frankly, I'm not sure I know what I'm talking about. You know, I, it's been a while. I had a long career there. I was there for a very long time. I did 15 years in general in the business. About 10 of those years at a relatively high level, I guess, or at least around a high-profile show. So I guess there's some know-how there, but at the same time, it's been a few years. I'm kind of out of touch with the goings-on. So anything I'm going to say, take with a grain of salt. I'm also recording this sitting in my front yard on Saturday night. The weather's perfect, but if you hear some background dogs barking, that is what it is. All right, let's get into this. So I I am going to mostly say really positive things here. I did um, I did take a second to write down kind of a pros and cons list. But for the most part, I love these changes. If you've been living under a rock, the changes are as follows. From 6 a.m. until 9 a.m., you've got Rover's Morning Glory. 9 a.m. until news, uh, until noon, excuse me, is Brother Wheeze. Wheeze and Doreen, to be exact. From noon until 2 or 3, not sure, I can't remember, but uh, Newman and Lonsberry. And then from th- 2 or 3 until 6 or 7 is Deanna and Tulio. After that is something called News Junkie, which I guess probably runs all night into 6 a.m. the next day. I'm assuming that's just like a syndicated news loop of some kind, but I don't know. Anyway, the pros. Let me start with the pros because it's mostly pros. First of all, I I kind of love it. I low-key love it. Here's what I love. First of all, overall philosophically, I love it because I really for the last couple of years have thought – that there was a chance that this station was going to go away when Brother Wee's retired. Because they just they just appeared to have thrown in the towel, right? Around, like In general, they kind of... They kept the Tulio on the air, which was encouraging. But when they fired Rizzo and Jeff, as much as that was probably the right move, I don't even remember if they replaced them. If they did, it was so unmemorable that I don't remember it. But, it, you know... To me, I'm looking at it and I'm going, some of the stuff from the last few years, or at least I should say in the last three years, ever since I left, has just been change after change after change after change to the point where I I was wondering if they were going to keep on doing anything. Were they going to keep changing stuff or were they just going to let this thing die? And so the fact that they did this, I think, to me at least, says they're not going to let the thing die. So to me... I think it's good. Oh, there's a family going by my house right now. This is so cute. The parents are on scooters and the kids are on bikes with light-up lights. It's kind of dark out right now. And the lights are, like, all light up and everything. So um, it's really cute. Really, really cute. 
two little kids on bikes with like Christmas lights on them. <laughs> it's cute. Oh, where was I? Anyway, I was really happy to see that they're not going to just kind of let the thing die. I was fearful of that. And I think this is just like a reinvigoration of life. It's a recommitment to going live, live local radio. It's just not something that I was convinced they were committed to anymore that I think now we're seeing that they are. Another positive, I think, or a pro is you've got a talk station here with no real real, real, no real format, right? The format is just talk. I mean, I think they're calling it Radio 95.1 Real Talk. They should call it Rochester Talk because the format is essentially Rochester. I mean, it's not a political station. And if you look at the politics on the station, you got liberal... Uh, Democrat, you got liberals and conservatives all over the place. You got people in the middle. It's just it runs the political gamut of who's on this station. You've got, you know, sports. Right, Detulio's kind of a sports guy, but he does way more than that. But that show's not going to be a sports show, right? So it's not a news talk. It's not a political talk. It's not a sports talk. It's just talk. It's just real relatable Rochester talk. And I think, again, from a format standpoint, I love that. I think that's great. I think that's even something they got over CMF, which is like a classic rock station. I think that that's good. Real, real good. And then finally, on my pros list, there's some real star power here, right? Brother Weeze is probably the biggest name in the history of radio. Bob Lonsberry, like him or hate him, everybody knows who he is. Jeremy Newman, now we got to talk about this a little bit, because Jeremy Newman was on a number one morning show for a very long time where he was essentially the host of a very popular morning show for a very long time. But there's a sort of a philosophical difference between the way that Entercom does their morning show, their shows in general, and the way that iHeart does them. And I know they're not called Entercom anymore, but I can never remember what they're called. Odyssey or Odyssey. Uh, I think it is Odyssey, actually. Um, I think I, I think. If it's not, I'm sorry. But... Notice all those shows are called what? You got the, the B show is called like the Morning Coffee Club. You've got the CMF shows called uh, uh, the Break Room. Uh, the, the Mike Danger show in the afternoon, I think, is called the Fan, the Fan, or is that the name of the station? No, Sports Bar. I think it's called the Sports Bar. Uh, over the across the street, iHeartMedia, every show is named after a person. So it's right. It was the Brother We show. It was... DeTulio and Moran, it was Kimberly and Beck, Carl Falk, Bob Matthews, like every show over there is named after the people. So where I'm going with that is Jeremy Newman was at the helm of a number one with a bullet show for a very long time, but also how much was Jeremy Newman and how much was the format slash the station slash the entire team really the star there? I don't know. And and especially, you know, maybe if he was coming off that station and it was the very next day he was starting over on the uh, across the street that I would say he's going to bring people with him. But it's a couple years removed at this point, and I'm not sure. But nonetheless, nonetheless, you know, he's he's like Aaron Rodgers to the Jets. Hopefully he doesn't screw it after four plays. But he's like, uh, you know, he's like you're bringing in the old the old guy who used to be the big star. And hoping he's still got something left in the tank. Um, and then and then in the afternoon, right? DeTulio's been around forever. TV and radio, big part of the Brother Wee show for a long time. And then Deanna, too. Deanna's been on the Brother Wee show now for, what, seven or eight years. I was on that show for ten years. I can tell you for sure <laughs> by the time I got to seven or eight years that I felt as though I had, you know, had a had a... I could tell that the people knew I was there, right? I knew that I had started to build myself a little following 
And that doesn't come right away. You know, it doesn't come six months in or a year or even two years in. That takes years to get to. But seven or eight is certainly, in my mind, long enough. So I think she's probably got that. Now, there are some cons, I think, too, with these lineup changes. I know I've said mostly nice things. I got a couple negative things. Number one, one more goddamn lineup change on this station, I swear to God. How many lineup changes has this station seen in the last few years? It's unbelievable. It's almost like a joke at this point how many times this station is. It's almost like they just, once a year, they just kind of like put everyone's name in a hat and draw names. <laughs> They're like, all right, here's our new lineup. So I, I just think at this point, good. I like these lineup changes you just made. Now let's take the key to the damn station away from the big wigs, away from the boss, take it away from them, put it in a safe, lock it, and don't let them touch it for two years. Should be a minimum of two years that we are not making a single tweak to this radio station. Leave it the F alone, right? You've built yourself a nice little lineup. You did it. Good. Now leave it alone. Resist the temptation, damn it. Too many lineup changes. It just doesn't stick. Got to get something to stick here. Another negative, I think, is I don't like that they took local talk out of true morning drive, right? Rover now is what's going up against the break room. Now, granted, I'm kind of talking old school here, and I'm talking out of both sides of my, my face because I'm saying, look, you know, radio isn't what it used to be. It's more about niche audiences now. A lot of people listen on time delay via podcast, something like that. And then I'm talking more traditional right now where I'm saying you've got Rover up against the break room. I actually think that it, in general, they are kind of submitting here to the break room. I remember back 2010, 11, 12, 13, we did really well against the break room. I think we beat them a lot. 2014, 15 on, <clears throat> somewhere in there, 16, I don't remember exactly, but somewhere in that there, somewhere in there, we started to get our asses kicked by them. And it was right around the time that they gelled and brought in Duffy, Kimmy, and Tommy Muley, which actually... It's interesting because I don't understand why they didn't just go out and get Tommy like years ago. I think now it would be really hard to get him. I mean, granted, everyone's got a price for the right amount of money. Anybody would probably do anything. But, you know, there's not a realistic offer they can make that Tommy would take at this point. But years ago, there might have been. Right around the beginning, if you had if you had taken Tommy away from Kimmy and Duffy uh, in year one or even year two, they would have failed, right? Kimmy Kimmy was new; she was green, right? Duffy was kind of more a PXY kind of guy. He was screaming into the microphone. He was radio pukey, you know. Tommy was kind of the thing that kept people there. And now it's been years. They've fallen in love with Duffy. They've fallen in love with Kimmy. By the way, Kimmy and Duffy have gotten better. I listened to them. I just, if you listen to my podcast last week, I talked about, because I ran into Kimmy at a wedding. I talked about how good I think that show is right now. They've, it's taken them years. They've really gotten good. It's a really good show now. And that's because they were given time to develop. And they had that core, that kind of anchor, that Tommy who kind of kept listeners in, right? Listeners were like, look, Tommy's endorsing these two. I'll give them a chance. And over time, they fell in love with them. And they deserve it. They deserve it. They work very hard. They deserve to have a really good popular show. But I don't like that Radio 95.1 basically withdrew from that contest, right? I don't like that. I don't like that. That being said, <laughs> at the same time, I keep talking out both sides of my mouth here. People need to lay the F off of Wheeze. Wheeze, 
Weeze has every right to start at 9 a.m. if he wants to. I've seen some people commenting on social media saying, you know, Brother Weeze is what I wake up to. What am I going to wake up to now? You know what? Screw it. The guy's been doing this for decades. Let him sleep in for once. My God, you're lucky he's still sticking around. He deserves to retire. He deserves to. This is kind of a ride off into the sunset for him. You know, he's going to do this now for probably a few years and eventually retire maybe. Or I don't know if he'll ever retire. But nonetheless, the man deserves to do whatever the hell the man wants to do. So I am a fan of that. And people need to lay off of him for that. Uh, But anyway, uh, for me, a negative is that they're kind of throwing in the towel on morning drive. The last negative for me is the idea that chemistry isn't a given and time will tell. As much as I like this lineup and like these personalities, there's a couple things here that we'll have to see. You know, there's egos. Newman and Lonsberry, who says they're going to click and have chemistry? Now, Deanna and DiTullio, I think you got more evidence because they've been on the Brother We show together for such a long time that they, granted, there's always been that guy in the middle, right? So now there's nobody in the middle, and it's those two, and those two can no longer kind of crowd around Wee's. You know, there's no more sort of center point. Now they have to become the center point, so there's still some gelling that has to happen there, but I think they're light years ahead of where Newman and Lonsberry are. These guys are coming in cold, and we've already seen Newman once come in and and kind of hit the panic button two weeks in and say, I can't gel with this guy, uh, with another personality on this same station, though. So, you know, chemistry's not a given. It's not a given. It's as much as I love this lineup, some of these shows need time. And again, back to my original point, keep that damn key away from Bob Morgan. <laughs> Get it away from him. Don't touch this thing for two years, Bob. Let it breathe. Trust me. Poor Mark Mara. That too. Poor, poor Mark. Mark Mara like has been on now three radio shows or four radio shows that have gotten canceled. <laughs> poor, poor kid. I don't know if he will be involved in any of these shows. I know he really wants to be on the radio. I think Mark is very funny. I am a huge fan. I think he's extremely entertaining. And I hope that there's a home for him somewhere here. I'm sure there is. Uh, Dale, I'm not sure, but I did see some people asking about Dale in the comments that I was scrolling through too. Nobody seemed to really know the answer to that. I mean, I know that Dale a year or two ago tried to leave radio. So I'm going to assume that he's finally being given the opportunity to leave radio. I don't know that for a fact. Maybe he is sticking around. If he is, uh, you know, I mean, he, he had his name on a show that was, they were calling it Detulio and Dale, right? I mean, I think they were actually officially calling it Detulio and Dale. So if they demoted him or something all i can say is i hear you brother that's where i've been that's where i was not that that said i never had my name on a show so he made it farther than i ever did um i don't know for a final thought you know audio entertainment's become a niche thing uh on the one hand you know we're banking on those niches that these personalities have created for themselves but on the other hand we're creating completely new shows starting from scratch in an already fragmented audio world it's like will Will these shows be able to create their own audiences? Each personality bringing into the show their audience that they have built themselves so far, uh, or at least you'd like to think they will. It's not the old days. There's not a mass audience out there. You've got to sort of mine and dig deep with your own audience and just you know convert, convert, convert them into diehards and. Um, and I hope that they'll be able to do that. I really do. Uh, I think that they'll be fine. Again, like I said, I overall really like the changes. I'm a big fan here in general. 
but uh, but but again, I, I just it's been pretty trigger happy the last couple of years with the bosses making changes. So I just hope they'll leave everything alone and let these guys try to find their way. It's uh, it's going to be tough, you know. Don't listen on day one and do much judging, right? You got to give these things two years. That's my big worry. Too many lineup changes. Just lay off for a couple of years. Okay. Thank you for listening. I'm going to go inside and eat a big bowl of uh, Pittsburgh dairy ice cream. Please listen to my regular podcast this weekend with Carrie Hesney. It's a great episode. I love you. I appreciate you. Thank you for listening.